My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. to another episode of the Girl God's Got You podcast. I just had dinner, I just showered, I just did my dishes, and I am supposed to be studying for this um, finance licensing exam, but I wanted to record a podcast episode because I haven't for a while, and I had a couple ideas I wanted to share, so I thought, okay, I'll take a study break, and I'll do my podcast episode. And it's kind of silly It doesn't make sense because my podcast episode is all about meeting your goals and productivity. And here I am kind of procrastinating my studying, but it's okay. It happens to everyone. So today we're going to be talking about how to be more productive in our day, how to be more disciplined in our work, and how to work toward goals. I'm going to be sharing with you my top seven tips about how I try to stay productive, get a lot done, but also stay present at the same time because it could be really hard to be present when you have so much to do. It could also be really hard to work hard and give 100% when you have a lot to do because you're tired. Uh, Sometimes your brain is on overload and you're just getting packed with so much information. So it could be really hard to give a lot of effort when you're really exhausted. But we're going to be talking about all those topics in today's episode. But before we hop into the tips, I just want to say, hey, girl, God's got you. If you have a lot of goals coming up in your life or if you have a lot of tasks you need to do, whether you're in high school, whether you're in middle school, college, maybe you're not in college, maybe you're a mom, maybe you've been in the workforce for a while, maybe you're a guy listening to this and you're not a girl, but hey, boy, God's got you. No matter what, he really does got your life. He really does have a hand in it. And he created you for a certain reason. And I know I kind of talk about this a lot in almost every single episode. But he created each of you all with specific gifts. And he has an entire plan for your life. And because God gave you these gifts, you have every ability to accomplish the purpose and the plan he has for you. So even if you don't believe in yourself and you think this is all overwhelming for you, understand that you were not created to do it on your own. And then if you ask God for strength and say, hey God, I need some strength or hey I need some peace or God can you please provide me with some time to get this done if you're diligent and you pray to him and you're really trying to honor him with your life and your actions and your words he will bless you and he will help you so it's just a matter of taking that leap of faith and saying okay I can't do this on my own so I'm going to ask God for help And for me, when I'm busy and overwhelmed, when I make sure to prioritize praying to God, reading the Bible, talking to Him, when I try to speak life into other people, when I'm kind to other people, when I'm trying to represent Jesus in the things I do and say, even when I'm busy, my life is a lot smoother when I live the way God wants me to live. When I'm grumpy, when I'm mean, when I'm selfish, when I don't make time for God, 
I do get overwhelmed easily and I don't feel confident in myself. So really, if you are trying to honor God with your life, your life will go a lot more smooth even when you're busy and overloaded with stuff. Because when we live our lives honoring God and glorifying Him, we're living the way that He created us to live. And when we live the way we were created to live, we will have peace in our hearts. So logically, if you live the way you are created to live, you'll probably have more peace rather than if you live the way you were not created to live. Hope that makes sense. But anyway, just wanted to get a little disclaimer that God's got you, He has your back, and He created you for a purpose, and He will give you every resource, every time, every, uh, you know, encouragement for you to, you know, live your life and find your purpose and accomplish goals and do your best. And I always think to myself, okay, I only have one life to live, so I better not waste it. I better work hard, but also enjoy the relationships God has given me. So without further ado, I'm going to hop into the top seven tips on how to be more productive and how to reach your goals every single day. All right, everyone. Tip number one is this. It's see the best in a bad day. Okay, so I want to walk you through an exercise that I do sometimes to just give myself a reality check because for me, if my day doesn't go how I planned it, then I could get really down on myself and I'm not the happiest person. And I kinda I kinda have this motto in my life that we, as I said before, only have one life to live. So why in the world will we spend our life being grumpy and annoyed? And I don't like when other people are grumpy or annoyed. It actually annoys me. But when I am grumpy and annoyed, I get so mad at myself because hanging out with a grumpy person is not fun. And grumpy people kind of scare me because when people are grumpy, I feel like I did something wrong and then I stress about it and then I don't want to hang out with them because I'm nervous and I think they're mad at me, but really they're just grumpy. And I never want to make someone else feel like that. So one of my biggest pet peeves is just grumpy, rude people. So when I am that grumpy, rude person, it's just a whole new level of pet peeve. So what I do when I'm kind of feeling a little grumpy or when I think my day isn't going as planned, I try to tell myself, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? I know this is a question I've talked about in the podcast before, but I literally ask myself this question all the time because it literally gives me a reality check. So I go through my day and I think, okay, you know, the worst thing that could happen is maybe I slept in late and I'm not able to start school as soon as possible. Or maybe I slept in late and I wasn't able to do my full workout that I wanted to do. Or maybe I uh, spent too much time procrastinating on my phone and now I don't have as much time to get ready in the morning and I'm rushed, um, you know, my room is clean, the dishes are dirty. Uh, you know, the worst thing that could happen, uh, maybe I didn't, you know, do my full Bible study that I wanted to do. And I think, okay, if those are the worst things that could happen in my day because my routine wasn't up to my standards, then I'm pretty good. Like, if that's the worst thing that could happen, I'm fine. So, you know, it's a good exercise to go through in your head. So, you know, you could go through the exercise of, okay, what's my ideal day? And so for me, my ideal day is getting up pretty early, 5, 5.30, 6 a.m. That's the ideal time because I'm most productive. Uh, Then doing about 30 minutes of Bible study, uh, eating some breakfast, going to go do a fun workout that's hard but challenging. I listen to some good music and I'm pumped. And then I come home. And then I shower, get ready for the day, clean my room, clean my dishes, all that. And then I start school, and then I go hang out with my boyfriend, and I do more school, and I go to classes, and I read the news, and I, you know, hang out with my boyfriend and his friends and our friends, and I just do a lot of school. And it's a great day. I love days like that. That's like the ideal day. But sometimes, I don't hear my alarm, and I wake up at 8.30 or 7.30, I'm like, oh darn, now I have to reposition my day. 
Or maybe I just have a lot of school and I didn't plan on having that much school. I didn't know my math problem would take me three hours per math problem and that screws up my day. And you know, a bad day is, for me, is something Things happened that I didn't plan for and that weren't really in my internal schedule in my head, and then everything gets screwed up. But then I draw back, I say, okay, Isabel, did it really get screwed up? If something doesn't go to your plan, is it really messed up? Or is it something that God intended to happen? Or is it just life? And so I tell myself that my plan is not the end-all be-all, whether it's a routine I have in my head or something I specifically wanted to do. If I can't do that or if something gets messed up, it's okay because you know what? Life isn't all about me. So my first tip really for productivity uh, in this podcast is really just to have a positive mindset because sometimes we have such big goals and we want to be so productive that whenever something stands in the way of those goals, it changes our whole perspective and we become little monsters. So I challenge you to tell yourself, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I challenge you to realize that it's not all about you and that life is actually about serving other people and being there for other people and sometimes things happen that you can't plan for. So you should just do your best Know that your intent was to get a lot of stuff done. So even if you don't get a lot of stuff done, your intent was. You weren't being lazy. You weren't procrastinating. And you were actually trying to work hard. Just stuff happens. Life happens. And you could still be productive the next day. And you could still be productive at night. Because there's some days where I didn't get a lot done. I think, okay, it's 11 p.m. Let's get to work. And you get it done. It'll take a couple hours. But at least you got it done. And you go to bed happy. So... That's just my first tip. Uh, Second tip is to understand that you're going to have to sacrifice some stuff. So when you have a big goal in mind, like maybe it's getting your degree, or maybe it's working really hard your first couple years at your career so that you could, you know, get to the next level, or maybe you're starting a business and you really need to work hard, grind it out, find clients, Maybe you're in high school and you really want to get a lot of scholarships, so you're going to have to work hard, uh, get a job, apply for scholarships, uh, you know, do your SAT, get great grades, like whatever stage of life you're in, if you have goals, something's got to give. And so I realized that uh, kind of the end of freshman year when school started getting uh, more hard and when I had to balance, you know, different club leadership things and school and making time for friends and everything, And for me, the first thing that I always sacrifice is my sleep. Now, I would not recommend this because sleep is so important and having fatigue and exhaustion is not fun. And sleep really does play a role in your hormones. And so when your hormones aren't balanced, balanced, I can't speak. When your hormones are not balanced, your face breaks out, your digestive system gets bad. I have like a really sensitive stomach, so the less I sleep, the more sensitive it is. And I have a sensitive skin, so the less I sleep, the more sensitive it is. So that's something I'm trying to work on. So maybe this isn't the best piece of advice is, you know, do not sacrifice sleep. Don't do that. Don't take my advice and think, oh my gosh, I gotta sacrifice sleep. So try not to sacrifice sleep. What I mean by sacrifice is maybe you're not gonna hang out with friends every single day for several hours a day. Or maybe you have to put time limits on how much you hang out with your family or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your loved ones. Or maybe you have to put a time limit on how much time you have on social media. Maybe you have that favorite TV show that you watch two episodes a day. Maybe cut it down to half an episode a day. Whatever it is, something's got to give. And it's all about time. Because every single person, whether you're a billionaire, whether you are in debt, whether you work super hard or super lazy, everyone gets 24 hours in a day, no matter what. So it's your choice to figure out, how am I going to use these 24 hours every single day? Which 24 hours will I use to contribute to my goal? Which 24 hours will I use to hang out with loved ones? Which 24 hours will I use to rest? Which 24 hours will I use for maintenance, such as cleaning and cooking? It's good to kind of understand that no matter how successful you are or not, every single person in the history of mankind has had 24 hours. So if you think you can't do something because you're too busy, 
understand that there are things that could go away. There are things that could sacrifice so you can achieve your goals. So that's kind of another reality slap in the face thinking, okay, got to give up some stuff that at the end of the day when I achieve my goals, it'll be worth it. But do not sacrifice sleep because that's not good for you and I need to figure out my life with sleep and everything. Anyway, tip number three is work in the margins. Now, I went through this period of time where I love learning about online small businesses, and I still do, but I literally, the only podcasts I would listen to and the only YouTube videos I would listen to and watch and the only blogs that I would read would all be about how moms own their own businesses. I don't know why it was specifically moms, but just motherhood-owned businesses. I didn't say that right. Businesses made online when women are in motherhood For some reason, that topic was so fascinating to me, so I just learned a lot about it. And the top tip for all of the blogs and YouTube videos and all that stuff that I watched and read was work in the margins. And I thought, hmm, I'm not a mom. And uh, my online business, it's not super big, but uh, I'm going to work in the margins too. So what do I mean by this? When you have chunks of time, work in those chunks of time. So for example, maybe you're a college student like me. You get up in the morning, you get all your stuff done, you know, Bible study, breakfast, workout, all that jazz, and you have like an hour after you get ready for the day. That's a margin. You're going to work super hard within that hour to just get something taken off your to-do list, maybe do some reading for a class, maybe write a rough draft of your essay. That's an hour amount of time. You're going to work really hard, then you're going to go to class or go to your meeting or your event or your job or whatever. And then you come at home after class and you have 45 minutes. So you're going to work super hard in that margin. And then after you hang out with friends and after you get off your work or whatever, when you're done working at your job, you're going to come home and you have two hours uh, before you're going to go to bed. So that's another margin you could work in. So a lot of times I think we tell ourselves, okay, I have six hours of school to do and I'm going to sit down and do all those six hours. And what happens? We do never, we never get that window because college students, I mean, unless you have class only a couple days a week, or maybe if you don't work or something, maybe you have six hours a day. I don't have six hours in a chunk of time. That'd be cool if I did, but I'd do other, yeah, anyway. But you can distribute those six hours throughout your whole day. You could work in the margins, as they say, a little bit here, a little bit there. And what that does for me is that kind of gives my brain a break. And that's going to be you know, discussed in the next step, step number four. But while we're in step number three, talking about margins, if I work for an hour and then I go do something else and then I come back and work for another 45 minutes, it gives me time to work super hard and be incredibly focused. And then I know, okay, once this hour is up, I got to get out of here and then I'm going to go. And that also tells me, okay, I only have one hour to get this stuff done. I better put my phone away. I better work hard. I better keep my head down. And let me tell you, it helps so much in productivity, and it's way better to think, okay, I'm going to work here for an hour, and then I'm going to go hang out with friends, rather than, all right, let's do six hours of homework, you know, that's that's way better. Also, too, if you're in a job, and you're trying to start an online business on the side, or maybe you're uh, trying to do this other little productive goal, maybe you're doing like a home renovation, I don't know, if you have goals on the side and you're full-time working, Get up a little extra early, do an hour in the morning, uh, go to work, work, get back from your job, do another hour when you get off work, take care of anything you have to do, and then at night do another hour. That's three hours right there. I know that sounds like a lot, but if you distribute it, you'll be way more productive than you would think. So working in the margins for me has helped me so much in college to balance everything, to get good grades, to make fun memories. Because we all, once again, have 24 hours in a day, and we get to figure out what we're going to do with those hours. So instead of you have an hour-long break, you're just going to watch YouTube videos, you're going to go on Instagram, or you're going to go get food. Instead, 
grab a snack and work as you eat. Or maybe if you want to sit on the couch and rest, maybe sit on the couch for five minutes, let your brain calm down and then go work for 40 minutes and then calm down again for 10 minutes and then head on your way to your next uh, class, meeting, work, whatever. So that really helps me so much and it just makes me be really thankful for all the extra time that I have um, when I don't have to work in the margins. Because the more you work in the margins, the more rest time you'll have on a Sunday or the better time you'll have when you hang out with friends because you realize in the back of your head, okay, I got a little bit done. I don't have to stress about what I have to do because I already tackled part of my project. So now I could be fully present with my friends and with my loved ones. So really working in the margins maximizes your time in so many different ways and it's helped me tremendously. So tip number four is make little goals with breaks. This kind of goes along with working in the margins, but I really want to specify the fact of the little breaks part. Now this kind of reminds me of uh, a workout that I love to do. It's called HIT workout. It stands for high intensity interval training. And what this is, is you do a really intense workout for 30 seconds. And then you do another little workout for 30 seconds. Then you do another little one for 30 seconds, another one for 30 seconds. So you do like four different exercises, 30 seconds, and then you get 30 seconds break. And then you kind of rest your heart rate. And then you go again and do those four exercises for 30 seconds, a 30 second break. And you do it for four circuits total. And I know that just sounded really confusing. You're probably thinking, what the heck? But like doing jump squats, then jump lunges, then burpees, and then a plank. Uh, and then you stop and take a rest. And then you're energized enough to go again. And for me, those workouts are my favorite because even though they only take about 10, 15 minutes long, you burn more fat, you burn more calories, you're way more sweaty because you gave your all in that little exercise time. And then in that window of 30 seconds, you got that recovery. So you have enough strength to keep going. And just like that, when it comes to making goals, if you make little goals and then you take a break in between each goal to do something you love or to make a snack or to watch a funny YouTube video or to call a friend, when you make those little breaks, it really helps you stay energized to keep going. So what do I mean by little goals? Maybe you have an inbox full of emails that you need to respond to, delete, look over. That'll be your first goal. You get that done and then when you're done with that goal, you could go make a cup of coffee or make a snack. And then when you come back and sit down, you think, okay, I'm going to write the first two pages of this essay or the first, you know, three paragraphs of this essay. And you're going to do that little goal. And then now you're going to think, okay, I'm going to call my friend really quick and ask her how she's doing. Uh, you know, your little breaks could take anywhere from five minutes to 20 minutes, depending on, you know, how big your goal is, how busy your day is. And maybe another goal is to do a couple math problems. You think, okay, I did those. Now my break is I'm going to go clean the bathroom. And even though you're probably thinking that's not a break, if you listen to some fun music or have a little dance party as you clean your room or your bathroom, or if you listen to a good podcast, it totally makes it feel like a fun break. So that could be your break. And so when I do little goals with breaks, it totally totally helps me stay motivated because when I'm sitting at some place too long and I'm doing the same thing, my brain wanders and I am not working hard. Just like in that HIIT workout, I'm not giving my all. I'm giving about 50%. So for me, if I'm just walking on the treadmill for 30 minutes, I'm going to get 50%. But if I know I have 30 seconds for one exercise, I'm going to just smash that exercise. So if you know you have this little goal you're going to complete and then you'll get a break, do it really hard. Do that goal super hard. Break it up into little goals. Take your breaks and then you'll get a lot more done than you think. So for example, if you have a big essay you want to write, write the first two paragraphs. Take a break. Write the next two paragraphs. Take a break. Write the last reference slide. Take a break. Look over the whole essay. Proofread it. Take a break. Submit it. You're done. You're done. It all ended up working out. You did your little breaks, but you worked super hard every time you were working. And that will keep you motivated. And you will 
really reach your goals and be more productive. I've started doing this in college. Well, I actually started doing this in high school and honestly it changed my life. So I would challenge you to try it too if you want to be more productive because it helps. So tip number five is prioritize your to-do list. Now I went through stages where I've written so many to-do lists and I had post-it notes everywhere. And then I stopped writing to-do lists because they got too overwhelming. And now I have like these little sticky notes on my Mac. I think they're called stickies. They're little sticky notes. And so what I do is I just kind of prioritize what I need to get done. And then as soon as I finish it, I erase it so it's off. So right now I have four things on my to-do list and none of them are done. And they've been on there for two days. But it's fine. I just, they're bigger projects. So I, I can't really just blow them out in one section. I kind of have to you know, do the little, little goals parts. So, so there's chunks of each thing done, but they're not 100% done. But I have stuff prioritized. So the first two things do that I have to get done are papers due this weekend. So obviously they're at the top of the list. And at the very bottom of my to-do list is people I have to text back. Now, for those of you that, you know, text me, you know that I'm a bad texter and I feel bad that these people are at the bottom of my list, but papers are more important than, you know, texting, in my opinion, because I do have a lot due this weekend. So that's kind of how I rank them from most important to least important. So when my eyes jump to the to-do list and I see the first thing on there, I think, okay, I got to get that done. And that really helps. So prioritizing your to-do list, marking it off when you're done, and then not being sad if you didn't get something done. Because for me, if I ever didn't ever cross something off a to-do list, I'd just freak out. and like, oh my gosh, like I'm so lazy. But as long as your intent is to work hard and do your best, if stuff happens, at least your intent was to work hard and do your best. At least you weren't intending to be lazy and sit around. Like if you're intending to be lazy and sit around, then you're not the victim here if your to-do list doesn't work out because that was your fault. But if something actually happened in your day and you couldn't do it or you had to sacrifice time to help someone, I mean, that's totally okay. And don't beat yourself up over that because the Bible says, let all that you do be done in love. And sometimes showing love to someone is throwing away that to-do list and helping them out when you don't have time. That's a selfless part of life, and sometimes you have to do that. Um, and that will make more of an impact in, in the world more than you crossing something off your to-do list. Let me just tell you that. So you can change someone's life if you become a little more flexible in your schedule. So uh, step six, or tip six, is be fully present when you're not working. And oh my gosh, this... This is so hard for me, and my whole life I've struggled with this. And if you ask my mom or dad, they'll all say, oh my gosh, Isabel, you know, she's not present when she's around because she's always thinking about the next thing. And that's true. I'm always thinking about the next thing. What I've really tried to focus on in this last year of college is when I'm not working on school to just really enjoy the time I have left because college is going to be over soon. And I love school so much. And when it's over, it's over, and I can't, I can't get it back. So whenever I'm hanging out with my boyfriend or hanging out with friends or something, I'm just really trying not to think about school, unless we're doing school together, that's different. But if I'm just hanging out, I really just try to enjoy that moment and live in that moment and try not to think about all the things that I worry about. And I'm pretty sure all of my close loved ones would say, oh my gosh, Isabel, you don't do that. You stress about school all the time. But internally, I am working on it. So I've started to work on it more and I feel like I'm enjoying the present more. And even if no one else can notice, I notice. So let me just say, enjoying the present when you don't have a lot to do, or enjoying the present when you're on your break, even when you have a lot to do. But in that break, it's your break and you're not doing anything. Enjoy it because you can only live for today. You could plan for tomorrow. You could try to forget about the past, but you can only live in today. So live in it and be present, especially if you're on your break, because just enjoying that time with people you love is the most important thing in the world. Let me just say that. Okay, my last tip for you guys is number seven, and it's see the big picture. 
So this is going to go hand in hand with motivation. Now, motivation is fleeting. You have to be consistent and disciplined. That's like this whole, you know, mantra, mantra, whatever I think people are trying to live by. Motivation is fleeting. Be disciplined. And while that is true, sometimes discipline is fleeting. Let's just talk about that for a sec. Sometimes we're so exhausted and overwhelmed that we're not disciplined, that we're not working our hardest, that we're not doing our best. We don't have motivation. We don't have discipline. We're so exhausted. We literally don't know what we're doing. So whenever I'm just overwhelmed and I don't want to get up in the morning and I don't want to do my homework and I don't want to do all the things I know I need to do, I look at the big picture. And in my life right now, I look at two things. First is what is the impact I'm making on the world today? What am I doing for God's glory? How am I helping people? Laying in bed and just sitting there isn't going to help anyone, okay? Sitting on my phone and watching Netflix, it's not going to help anyone. It's not going to impact the world for Christ. I'm not showing love to others. I'm not being productive. Why am I doing this? I'm trying to look at the big picture of my life. The second thing I look at is a time with loved ones. So for example, after graduation, my boyfriend is moving away for a job opportunity. And so when I am, you know, not feeling motivated during the school year and I'm just feeling tired, I think, okay, I have limited time with him before he leaves. So I do, do I really want to spend this time just sitting here and being lazy? No, I want to spend this time working hard so that I can make time to hang out with him. And the same with any loved one, whether you want to hang out with a really good friend or a family member and you know they're going to be gone or maybe you're going to graduate college and you won't see them for a while. If you're ever trying to get more motivation or discipline, think about the people you love and try to think, okay, I'm going to work hard in this period of time so that I can make time to just hang out with them and relax with them and make memories with them. And literally, I know it sounds simple, but if you tell yourself that, you will be much more motivated to get up, to put in the work, so that you will have time to take little breaks here and there and make memories with people. That helps me so much to see the big picture of bringing glory to God and making time for loved ones. Oh my gosh, that helps so much. Another point I want to talk about is this really good Bible study book that my friend Julie and I, my sweet friend Julia, um, yeah, we're doing this book together. It's by Jordan Lee Dooley, and it's just called College. And so it's just this cool college Bible devotional, and I love it. I love Julia. I love Jordan Lee Dooley. She's awesome. But in her book on page 56, she talked about having a burnout and feeling overwhelmed. And she said a way to combat this is realizing that it's not really about what you do. It's how you do it. And that totally just really impacted me because I thought, okay, there are things that we do that are not fun, that we don't like. They're boring. They're hard. They're tedious, you know doing Excel homework, reading your book. Don't get me wrong, I love finance, I love math, but after three hours in the same Excel problem, it's not fun. So this uh, this devotional really just told me, hey, it's not really what you do, it's how you do it. What's your big picture goal? Are you happy? Are you content? Are you bringing joy to the world? Are you complaining? Are you being the victim? You know what I mean? So a lot of it is how you do it. How are you showing your light to the world? Yes, you want to work hard and work on projects that really matter, but if you have those tedious things, make sure that your outlook is positive because that'll make the process so much easier. So those are my seven tips on how to be more productive. I hope that they really helped you and I hope they just gave you some inspiration. I know this was a requested episode uh, because I love talking about productivity. I love being productive. I love getting stuff done. I love pretty much maximizing every single minute of every day. And uh, my sleep is sacrificed because of it. But honestly, it's sad. When I look at my day and the days that I get less sleep but I do more, I literally have so much more fun in those days and I love life more. So 
if my stomach stops hurting and my face stops breaking out, I'm totally down to just like, you know, sleep less and work more, but I do actually have to start working on that. So anyone out there who's able to sleep and work hard, tell me how, because that's something I'm working on. But besides that, I hope these tips helped you. I hope you understand that God's got you and that he created you with a purpose and a goal in mind, and he wants you to live that out. And with his help and his strength and his guidance, you will live out your purpose. You will have contentment. You will have peace. Even when hard things come, even when you're going through periods of not having a lot of motivation or discipline, God is always there. He will always give you that push forward, and he will also hold your hand on the path of life and say, hey, you don't know what you're doing, but I know what to do. So come with me, and I'll show you how. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.